Hey guys, it's a recovery day around here for me. So uh, I generally like to record videos on days that are recovery days. A recovery day meaning I'm not doing, you know, a bunch of workouts today or a bunch of training. Rather, uh, just getting some work done and then gonna head out on a solid bike ride because I think it's gonna be like 65 degrees today. And in Colorado, after the winter time, 65 degrees is freaking glorious. So what I wanted to talk about today is three simple ways to get started on your health and fitness journey. I remember when I was 38 and didn't exactly know how to actually get healthy and fit. I had been running for years on and off. I would get on a healthy kick and so I would start running, you know, a mile a day and then two miles, then three miles, so on and so forth and uh, build myself up to a capacity of running like seven, eight miles, three to four times a week. And I felt good when I did that. Like my internal, my conscious, my, my guilt around not doing anything was appeased. But what I found was that even though I was running and I could run that far, which is an element of fitness, uh, I didn't reflect in how I looked. Um, I was thick, uh, I didn't feel great, I didn't sleep great but I would uh, go for a run in the afternoon and of course the run would release endorphins and all those things and I would, I would feel good. So what I wanted to do today is just share briefly three quick getting started tips for those of you that want to get started the right way um, and actually have it last, have your health and fitness progress and last this time. At 38 years old, I didn't know how connected food and fitness was. I had no idea, which is to me now absolutely crazy and absurd, but, but it's not just given, it's not just straightforward like that, but fitness and health starts in the kitchen legitimately. So the easiest way to make the biggest impact in your kitchen is just to eat real food. I'm not saying you have to shop at Whole Foods. I love shopping at Whole Foods, but I also like money. So I wanna hang on to that. So I do some of my shopping at Whole Foods. I do some of my shopping at a local grocery store, just an FYI. So what I mean by Whole Foods is foods that aren't processed. So I'm talking about food that we would make into something like a meal at home or is in and of itself absolutely complete, like fruits and vegetables, they are, great all by themselves. And then when you cook them and mix them together, they're even better. Uh, I believe that we should be eating healthy meats uh, like chicken, pork, uh, you know, red meats, and there should be a, an array of meat that we, that we eat. Um, and we can cook them so simply. My favorite meal is so simple. It's literally like a treat to me and it's so healthy. I grab 90% lean ground beef and I make that into an eight ounce hamburger. I have one cup of white rice that is steamed in a pressure cooker or in my Instapot, which is the best pressure cooker you could buy. I've got Brussels sprouts that are literally like burnt on a pan or green beans, which are even better. And I grab those green beans frozen from Costco uh, so that I can just grab some, thaw them out, cook them on a pan with some garlic and pepper. Freaking amazing. And just a little bit of cheddar cheese drizzled over my rice. And this meal has an appropriate amount of protein, carbs, fats and vegetables for me. And it's absolutely amazing. So step one starts in the kitchen. Clean out everything from your cupboards that is processed. I'm talking about like Cheez-Its, Doritos, Cheetos, um, granola bars, uh, all of these things that are pre-packaged. We can get rid of that stuff and just stock up with whole fruits, whole vegetables, actual food. And what you'll find is that you'll stop snacking on crap calories on crap food and you'll start snacking on something like an apple and no one got fat snacking on an apple or snacking on bananas um, 
snacking on a handful of almonds. These aren't things that are gonna make us fat. In fact, by switching over to eating real food, what I found for all of my clients is they actually, in order to eat enough calories a day, eating whole foods makes them feel fuller. And they'll tell me like, ah, should I be eating all of this food? I feel so full. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. When you're eating real food, you actually feel full, you feel satiated. So clean out the kitchen of all the shit that shouldn't be in there and let's replace that with whole foods. Step number one. Step number two is to start small with regards to fitness. Start small and start consistent. It's really like two parts here. So on the consistency side, we wanna think about setting up a time to do something active every day. Now, or every day that we wanna work out. I advocate for being active at least six days a week, if not seven days a week, but at least six days. I work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. On Thursday, which is today, I do something that has to do with recovery. So I'm either gonna stretch or find a hot tub or a sauna, or I'm gonna go on a, you know, an hour long bike ride. I'm gonna do something that's active. I work out Friday, I work out Saturday, and I rest on Sunday. And on Sunday, if I can get out for a hike or a bike ride, I'm still going to enjoy that, but I'm just gonna try to keep that intensity pretty low and keep it very enjoyable. Uh, but it's consistency. Every day we're doing something. So one key to that is maybe put it on the schedule. So it's at 5 a.m. every day, you're doing that one thing. Um, it might be noon or two o'clock. For me, it's in the afternoon. I love working out in the afternoon. It actually motivates me to get up, get my coffee, get going. Speaking of coffee, ah, so good. Get up, get going, get all of my work done, and then go and enjoy a workout or enjoy a recovery uh, bike ride or something like that. So one of the ways we can find success and consistency is by starting with little habits, really little habits, really small goals. For example, let's say that you want to be a person that gets up at 5.30 in the morning and gets your workout done. And let's say that you've allocated a portion of your basement for that workout or your garage. Let's call it the garage because that's where I work out in my garage. So this tiny little habit to celebrate would be to get up and be in the garage by 5.30 a.m. dressed in your workout gear. And that's the only thing you need to do on day one, is get up and be in the garage by 5.30 a.m. dressed in your workout gear. You got your shirt on, your sweatshirt maybe, maybe your shorts, your workout shoes. Done, okay? Now, ideally you'll do some sort of a workout, okay? But even if you don't, celebrate the fact that at 5.30 in the morning, you are in your garage ready to work out. In fact, at that point, one of the ways to train our brain is to give it a little bit of a feeling of success. Right? So it might be walk in the garage, look at the clock, see 5.30, and smile. Or clap at yourself. I mean, as ridiculous as that sounds, give yourself a high five or an applause. All right, So we're celebrating the fact that you did just that. Now you have permission at this point to go back to bed. If you want to, go back to bed. It's 5.30, it's fine, go back to bed in your workout gear. But most likely, you're up, you're in the garage, like, well, I'm here, I might as well do it. And then the next day, do it again. At by 5.30 in the morning, you're in your garage, you look at the clock, you smile, you applaud yourself, or you high-five yourself, you're in your workout gear, well, you might as well work out. But you can go to back, back to bed if you want. And what studies have found is if you set that teeny little goal of being in your garage, in your workout gear by 5.30 a.m., could be 5.30 p.m., doesn't matter what time it is, but if you do that and you celebrate, you start to rewire your brain and give yourself an internal reward of getting that done. And then once you're there, you can start working out. In fact, I use this in a, in a, in a much more progressive way. I enjoy working out. I, I developed habits over time that got me working out at a specific time, doing a specific warm-up that's very consistent every time. It's not that I love doing that, but once I start warming up, I go through the warm-up, it's fine. We start something and then all of the dominoes fall and we just get going. But I actually, in the middle of workouts, 
Yesterday I was doing a workout that had a bunch of wall balls. And if you don't know what a wall ball is, it's a, it's, a, it's a med ball that's about 20 pounds in your hands. Full squat, as you come up, you throw it up, 10 feet, bounces off the wall, comes back down, and you do it again, and you do it again, you do it again. And I was on my last set, it was 50 reps, and I was pretty wiped out. Um, but I, I had this idea in my head of this similar thought that um, I'm gonna get to 20 wall balls. Once I get to 20, I'm gonna go for 25. And once I got to 25, I'm gonna go for 30. And once I got to 30, I'm gonna go for five more. Once I got to 35, oh shoot, I actually dropped it. My goal was to get to 50, but I dropped it. Took two breaths and did it again. I did five, and then all I had to do was five more. I did five more, and then all I have to do is five more, and I'm actually done, five more, done. So taking these little chunks, these little steps, help our brain to, to um, calm down about the giant enormity of getting this boulder, this giant thing rolling, or this massive set of wall balls going. But for you, teeny little habits with teeny little celebrations. Get started, get in your garage by 5.30 and celebrate the fact that you're there. And since you've already got that momentum, you'll probably work out. If you did this 30 days in a row and you went back to bed, let's say three times, you arrived in your garage 27 times that month. That is pretty freaking cool and worth it, worth it, worth it. All right, step number three is to stop trying to figure this out yourself. Stop trying to create workouts that you think should work. That was a mistake that I made. I would think, okay, I'm gonna go for a run and then I'm gonna do some push-ups. So I'd, I'm gonna get in shape tomorrow because I feel like shit today. So I'd get up, I'd get my workout stuff on, I'd go out and run for a mile, which would kill me. And I'd come home and I'd do like, like five or 10 push-ups. And then the next day I'd, I'd go for a run for a mile and I'd come home and I'd do like five or 10 push-ups. And then the next day I wouldn't feel like running, so I still do like five or 10 push-ups to try to deal with the guilt. But really none of that was doing a whole lot for me. Um, and I found myself tired of trying to figure out what to do next. What was the right progression? What were the right movements? What's actually going to make me fit? So my advice for step number three is to follow a program. Remove all of the decision fatigue. You don't have to figure this out by yourself. Just get a program. There are a ton of programs out there that are really, really great. All you gotta do is just like search fitness in your Facebook feed one time and now your feed is gonna be filled with ads from fitness gurus and, and all these kinds of so-called experts. And that's fine. You can go with any program. There's lots of really low cost programs out there. There's lots of very high cost programs. There's gyms that will soon be open again that you can, you can go and do that at. There's things at home. Um, I am a huge proponent in efficiency. So I think if you can get this done at home and you can get ridiculously fit at home, um, which I believe you can do with minimal equipment, you might as well do that. Around my age, we don't have time to, to you know, drive a half hour to a gym, spend an hour in a class, drive a half hour back, um, and that's maybe extreme. So let's call it maybe drive 10 minutes to the gym, but really, once you like get changed, get, get all your stuff together, you've lost a half hour to get to the gym, then it's an hour long class, and that's like, Again, it's like a half hour to get home, get situated, like change and shower and do all things when you could actually just change, be in your garage in about two seconds. Um, get your shit done, shower, change, and you are right back to whatever you're doing. Um, maybe it's early morning, so now you're, you're making breakfast, um, whatever that looks like. So follow a program, find a program that works for you. I'll share with you two programs that I think are a great way to start with me if you're interested. One, I have a six week body weight only program that gets you in and out in 14 minutes. So imagine arriving in your garage, arriving in your basement, your little workout space, 5.30 in the morning, and you will warm up, work out, and be done in 14 minutes for six weeks. This will take you from absolutely no health and fitness and give you challenging little workouts every day to establish this habit for six weeks. 
Really cool program. There's a link below that you can get in on it right now if you're interested. If you have some fitness or it's, you, you know, you've got a couple of dumbbells, maybe you have just minimal equipment, dumbbells and, or kettlebells, uh, or you have a couple of jugs of water, like gallon jugs of water, you could do my 30 day breakthrough challenge. And again, this is just 30 days of workouts. Really, you're working out five days a week. So it's, uh, it's four weeks plus a couple of days of workouts where you're using dumbbells as part of your workout. This program will get you into your garage 5.30 in the morning or wherever you're gonna work out, and it'll get you done in about 45 minutes. So this is a little bit longer, a little bit bigger of a challenge, but again, if you can do this for 30 days, 30 days straight, you will have made a significant uh, transformation internally in your body. You're gonna feel a ton better. You're gonna have formed some new habits, and both of those programs, of course, come with a nutrition component built into the program so that you know what to eat in the kitchen and how to approach nutrition in addition to fitness. So follow a program. Don't try to build it on your own. Don't do the stuff that you tried to do in high school. Uh, you know, bench press days, chest days, back days, leg days. Like that stuff doesn't work. Uh, I do have some opinions about programs that work, but check them all out. You can certainly check out my couple of programs. Both of the links are below for the 14 minute challenge and the 30 day challenge. Um, and get started. To wrap this up, one, eat whole foods. Get rid of all the processed junk from your pantry and from your fridge. Fill it with whole foods. You can snack on them. You can eat appropriate amounts. You'll actually be full by eating whole foods. Two, get consistent and build small, very achievable habits that you celebrate. Literally celebrate. I'm not joking about that. Get into that garage, give yourself a high five or a hand clap or a huge smile. Train your brain to give you that internal reward of accomplishing that one little thing that tips the rest of the dominoes over. And three, follow a program. Don't try to do it on your own. Don't try to figure it out on your own. Don't try to do what you used to do that didn't really work. Just follow a program. Whatever it says on that day, that's what you do. No decision fatigue, you're just gonna go for it and you're gonna trust the person you chose to give you the programming to lead you to health and fitness. So that's it, get out there, get started. If you enjoyed this, uh, be sure to click the subscribe button and the little bell, that'll let you know when I post new videos. And if you have any thoughts or comments or questions, go ahead and leave those in the comments section. I'm happy to answer any questions that you have and we'll see you next time.